Ladies and gentlemen, the questions you've all been asking are now being answered. Welcome to another edition of It's All About Who You Know, the podcast where influential people talk big topics in sports, faith, and more. Your host is a former Oregon State wrestler. He has a 4.9 star Uber rating and is currently undefeated in his MMA career. Here is Christian Robertson. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back. Um, sorry for the hiatus. Uh, I've been in a new country, learning a new language. I don't even have Wi-Fi at my house. So it's just been real tough, um, you know, with work and everything, balancing out the podcast because you have to do, you know, either an interview or whatever. It's just been tough, okay? So bear with me. Um, I'm sorry about that. Uh, I'm not going to take up too much of your guys' time today because uh, I want to you know, I've got some stuff I want to do, and this is actually my third take with this podcast. My equipment hasn't been working very well. So uh, for lack of um, – or for without sounding like a broken record to myself, I'm just going to try to keep it within the 25, 30-minute mark. Uh, but real quick, a couple housekeeping things, guys. Um, if you have not yet – so, so a, a life update. Uh, I've got a new girlfriend, um, and I live in Mexico, so – She's Mexican. She's from Cabo. She's great. Uh, her name's Michelle. I won't get into too many details on that, but if you guys would like more info on that, my new keto diet, or just what's going on in my life, uh, I try to keep this podcast a, a little bit away from that just because I have a YouTube channel that's more of an outlet for that. Uh, go over to my YouTube channel, Christian Robertson. Uh, hit the subscribe button. Hit the notification bell so you know every time I uh, post a new video. Michelle and I actually just started keto last week and we just posted a video about it uh, Friday. So every Friday morning there's going to be a YouTube video and then every Tuesday morning there should be a podcast coming out. So so there's that and then maybe some clips here and there, uh, some highlights from from the podcast. So go check that out. Also, if you have not yet subscribed to this podcast, share this podcast. I don't do any ads or anything like that. So if it would help me out tremendously, guys, please share it with at least one person. If you're listening right now, please share this podcast with one person. It helps me out uh, getting the revenue or not the revenue, um, the traction, you know, all that stuff is, it helps out tremendously, helps grow my brand and, uh, and any type of, uh, uh, ministry or anything I'm doing. It just has more influence, more impact, more conversation, more ability to help people, um, all that stuff. So if you guys could please share this podcast. Um, before we get into the podcast, uh, I haven't done this in a while. I haven't done this since Gus and I were doing the podcast, but uh, I'd like to just start with a verse of the day from the Bible app, give you guys a little hope. Um, I haven't even read the verse of the day today. So maybe that's a little bit of a miss on my part. But uh, yeah, verse of the day is Psalm 8, 3 through 4. That's two verses, so they should have put an S at the end of verse today. Anyways, um, when I look at your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars, which you have set in place, what is man that you are mindful of him and the son of man that you care for him? Whoa. That's pretty impactful, honestly. I did not expect uh, that verse today, but no, that's really impactful. It's just like ba basically like saying, God, I'm looking at the stars. I'm looking at the moon. I'm looking at all this stuff. Like, I'm so small. Why is it that you care more about human beings than you care about all this stuff? Like, who is man? Like, what is man? And 
that's just yeah that's so impactful that we have a you know for those christians listening if you're not a christian you know you don't believe this maybe you want to believe this i don't know uh shoot me a dm we'll we'll have a conversation about faith and uh, we'll get you right with jesus uh but you know that's just uh it's so impactful to know that we have a god that is not distant is not you know somewhere off is not uncaring about our problems but actually genuinely cares about us loves us and desires a relationship with us so much so that he sent his son to die for us and i just think you know especially in this christmas season that's coming that is just such a powerful word uh last week i saw a, a co-worker and a friend um in, in two different two days in a row give their life to christ um so no matter what's going on in the world today which i'm actually going to talk about uh here in a minute just some of these topics <clears throat> Um, God is doing some big things, and I would just encourage you guys, do not listen to the media. I mean, if you, I mean, discern for yourself, because this is what people do, and this is, this is not the Christian lifestyle. People will go to college, they'll go to work, they'll, you know, grow up, and they'll get bits and pieces of worldviews. You know, they'll get some liberal ideologies here, some conservative ideologies here, they'll, they'll get some work-life skill uh, principles here, and they'll put them all together, and then they'll fit Christianity into their pie, and and this is that's a miss because then the word of God's going to convict you, or it's going to say something, and you're like, well, that's not what I believe. You know, I don't believe abortion is wrong. Women should have the choice. No, they shouldn't. They shouldn't have a choice to kill children. That's not okay. Uh, well, you know, I, I believe this, this, and this, and it's like, no, no, listen. This is what this is this is what's impactful and this is what changes things is you get a biblical worldview. You get a I'm going off on a tangent here, I'm sorry, but it, it's all gonna make sense never. Uh, but you get a biblical worldview. You root your life in the Bible and the Word of God and test it. Test the Word of God. I, I challenge you to do it. Many have tried and nobody has been able to succeed in the argument against God's existence, against God's faithfulness. So test it, and that's the pie, and these other things fit in line with that. So, okay, well, what do I believe about abortion? Well, this is what the Word of God says. Okay, what do I believe about sex before marriage or, or the sanctity of marriage? Okay, this is what I believe. What do I believe about caring for those? Okay, this is what I believe. What do I believe about where my money should go? Okay, this is what I believe because this is what the Word of God says, and test it. And that is how you conduct yourself as a human being. And, and, and I think that goes even further, and, and, you know, a lot of people are not liking to say this, but even with our political climate right now, um, I mean, I've got news for you. If, if you are the type of Christian that I'm not going to say isn't speaking out, no, maybe I will say isn't speaking out or isn't doing things that aren't in line. Like, if you're not the type of Christian that tells somebody abortion's wrong, if you're not the type of Christian that is sitting on the sidelines and being like, yeah, churches should be closed because government overreach, or yeah, you know, pastors should, you know, not be congregating, or well, we don't want to offend people, or we don't want to be on the nightly news, or, or this, this, and this, I've got news for you. You're not the type of Christian that would have spoke out against slavery. You're not the type of Christian that would have spoke out uh, against the Holocaust. I just, I don't, I don't see it like that because these are problems that are just as big. They are. I mean, what's going on right now in our world where people's uh, livelihoods and 
their families and I mean even you know the transgender we got kids being taken away from their parents because their parents are saying no you're a, you're a boy and you're saying you're a girl you're not I'm, I'm sorry but if you won't if you won't say something against that and I'm not saying you have to go shout it from the rooftops and be you know this this and this but if your reasoning for not saying something is because of how the world will react you're not the type of Christian that would have stood up and marched with Dr. King you're not the type of Christian that would have fought in the Civil War and said anything about slavery because the repercussions back then were way worse than some social media heat that you might get. So that's all I'm saying. I would say, what does the Word of God say? What does the Word of God say about certain things? And speak out against it and, and fight against it. And, and obviously love and conduct your life in a godly manner. But when asked the questions, when given the opportunity, speak truth into people's life, speak it in love and pray that the Spirit helps you, but also just know that, you know, we're, we're meant to be bold and, and, um, and we have a God that loves us and, and we're not here to, to, to pander to people and to, you know, ungodly ideologies, we're here to speak the truth and, yeah, I went off on a little tangent there, which I tend to do. But I, I just feel it's so important, especially in today's day and age. Like this is, you know, we're facing something crazy. And a lot of people are saying, oh, you, you should close down or, you know, oh, it's a woman's choice. And what are you as a man? Hey, you can take that how you want it. But, you know, that's like saying, oh, you're a white man. Like it's a, you know, it, or you're a northerner. It's a southerner's decision to, you know, put somebody in slavery or not. What do you have to? say about it and it's just like it's not okay if it's not okay say something that's that's how i feel all right so speaking of things that are not okay i saw two videos this week actually i saw one last week and then one this week that were not okay the first one i'm sure you guys have seen it is the la restaurant owner um i don't know can i play the clip Uh, no, I'm not going to be able to play the clip. I don't know how those guys get away with that. But, uh, yeah, it's okay. So this lady, actually, you know what? Play the clip. So this is my place, the Pineapple Hill Grill and Saloon. Everything I own is being taken away from me. And they set up a movie company right next to my outdoor patio, which is right over here. Tell me that this is dangerous. But right next to me is a slap in my face. And we need your help. We need somebody to do something about this. Okay, how heartbreaking is that? This woman is just beaten down. Like her restaurant, she spent, I heard she spent $100,000 to turn her restaurant into an outdoor patio. And it's just like, and then you take it from her? For what? Guys, here's the thing. Police officers are on your side. So law enforcement is on your side. I mean, that we're seeing this everywhere in L.A. County, in Oceanside. Uh, I was just on the phone with my dad, like the sheriffs of uh, Orange County, L.A. County. Um, I was just on I, – I just spoke with some retired police officers. They recently – well, one of them still works, uh, but in San Diego. California is the worst place for this, and the sheriffs are on your side. So I would just encourage you guys – this is not okay. And Dave Portnoy, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of Barstool Sports for some very uh, obvious reasons that contradict my faith 
and uh, and don't go with the lifestyle I support. But I do like Dave. Um, I think you know we agree on a lot of things. Uh, but he said this week they've taken they've taken our most one of our most basic rights. This is the right to earn a living, and that's just so true. And and it's not okay for people to take your right to earn a living. I mean, it's really not. And the fact that people are doing that, the fact that uh, they're saying you can't work, but big business can. I mean, the rich are getting richer. I mean, we always talk about this, and people always complain about it. But the same people that complain about it are letting it happen. I mean, I was when I was in Oregon State, all I heard from liberals was the rich are getting richer and, and the poor are getting poorer and the wage gap is, well, you just handed them that. If you wanted to change that, why wouldn't you? I mean, you had a perfect opportunity to make sure that didn't happen by you know going to the small businesses, defending them, uh, doing what you feel is safe, but also not giving away your rights to the government because of a pandemic. Hey, nobody's scared of this thing. Nobody's scared of it. I mean, there's a few people that are scared, but for the most part, hey, let them be scared, you know, again, with the life jacket. I'm not going to wear a life jacket because you can't swim. It, it's fine, okay? If you don't want to go outside, don't go outside. But everybody else shouldn't be hindered from going outside. And, and it's the same thing. It's like, golly, why? You, you literally just had an opportunity. You, you complain about big government. I mean, all these guys I went to uh, college with, I mean, people are always are not big government. Uh, the wealth gap, they're talking about the wealth gap and the wage gap, and the rich keep getting rich. Jeff Bezos has gotten twice as rich. He just took $100 billion from the American people. Meanwhile, people are losing money. People are losing their homes. They're losing their livelihoods. They're killing themselves because they can't put food on the table. And it's just so crazy to me. Like, I, I'm all for, you know, capitalism. I'm all for free market economy. But when the little guy is told you can't work, but, hey, you know, the richest guy in the world, he can do what he wants, you know, which I, hey, I more power to him if you can find a way through this time. I'm, I'm not saying you can't, but I'm saying the government doesn't have the right to come in and say you can't and you can't. And with this video, that's exactly what we're seeing as well. You know, our friends, they're, they're immune to COVID. What? No, that's not okay. I went to uh, my girlfriend's work the other day. She works at a radio station and, uh, <laughs> I don't want to give away the radio station, but so she works at this radio station. Ooh, I spit on the mic. Uh, and she works at this radio station, and the lady stops me because I'm not wearing a mask. But nobody in there is wearing a mask. And she's like, uh, oh, you, you have to wear a mask unless you work here. I was like, wait a minute. So I, if I have to go get a mask, but nobody else in here has to get a mask. She's like, yeah. I'm like, but my girlfriend works here. She's like, it doesn't matter. I'm like, okay, but we kiss and we're around each other frequently. Doesn't matter, get a mask. <laughs> okay. That makes no sense. Literally zero sense made at all. Congratulations, lady. Your, you know, consistency isn't really your your strong suit, but I'll go put the mask on so you don't cry. And then one of the guys at the office said, hey, this is your office now, so you can, you can work here whenever you want. So I was like, oh, cool, I'm immune to COVID, and nobody can get it from me because I work here. It doesn't make any sense. Same kind of thing. There's just so much hypocrisy going on. It doesn't make any sense. Another video I saw is this United Airlines video with this family. Okay, roll the clip there. Got kicked off the flight because our two-year-old would not put on a mask and we tried i mean i'm gonna put a video on <laughs> and 
they're sending all of our bags and Adeline's car seat to New York. And we're banned off of United Forever because a two-year-old would not put on a mask. I mean, my goodness, how crazy does it get with this? A two-year-old, a two-year-old isn't putting on a mask. Oh, there's so many videos I saw this week that just, it's just, oh gosh. Did you guys see the Santa one with the Nerf gun? My goodness, I want to shoot that guy in the face with a Nerf gun. Jeez, uh, oh my gosh. But it's just like a two-year-old, a two-year-old. They're not even transmitters of the disease. Not that good at transmitters anyway. I'm sure they transmit. But first of all, United. I've been on a United flight since this all started when churches are closed. Uh, I, strip clubs weren't closed because obviously those serve a bigger purpose. Those are essential, but church isn't. When, meanwhile, we got people blowing their brains out uh, and freaking hanging themselves on a regular basis. It's disgusting. I just had a friend uh, kill himself a few weeks ago. Um, and it's just a sad thing and it's disgusting. But churches aren't open the one place where you can find community where you can get prayer where you can actually do go to people and to the god that can help and you're cutting that off you know tell me it's not a demonic agenda i digress uh but united i've been on your planes you did you're literally putting a hundred some people on these planes like don't act like you're some kind of beacon for how we should act and then a two-year-old doesn't put their their mask on and you don't give the people their bags you kick them off the plane and you tell them they can never fly on united again because they didn't wear a mask are you kidding me are you serious right now that's disgusting that's despicable and you should be ashamed of yourself you should literally be ashamed of yourself okay you've been putting you've been putting people on these planes like sardines to keep money and then somebody doesn't wear a mask are you kidding me no, boycott them. Stop flying United. I, I, I would love to see United get zero business after this. I mean, that's ridiculous. If I, I wanted to volunteer at places so at the front so I could just be like, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. And then they come like, well, nobody's wearing a mask. Yeah, because I didn't tell them to wear a mask. I told them actually to take it off if they wanted to because it's a free country and they can do what they want. Okay, not anything they want, obviously, but within the parameters. Okay, I mean, it's just ridiculous. A two-year-old. A two-year-old. It's one thing for an adult if you really believe that the masks are going to work, which people don't. Um, you know, obviously, if you were that scared of COVID, you wouldn't be in the vicinity of people because you take your mask off to eat and drink. It's in the same seat. Obviously, if COVID's, if you're around somebody, you're going to get it. I mean, the the it's not the time of the mask that's going to be doing anything, as far as I know. I mean, if somebody's going to transmit it and they take their mask off, they're going to transmit it. Like it's just. Anyway, regardless, crazy thing that happened. <clears throat> That's my reaction to it. Um, it really hurts my brain that this is where we're at. So just the amount of hypocrisy that I'm seeing, guys. Uh, the only solution that I'm seeing 
the only thing that's going to heal the soul of our country, as uh, President Trump said, is Jesus. I mean, man, we just got to pray for people because there is so much divide right now. Uh, I don't think a civil war is coming. At least I hope not. But, man, that would be a quick couple of minutes for the conservatives that have the guns and the police officers and the veterans and the military and all the rednecks that own guns. That would be, yeah, that would be a tough, tough couple of seconds there that we would waste. Um, so I hope I hope it doesn't come to that because um, that would be that'd be tough. But anyway. Uh, oh, and then the one of the things I saw was uh, the bill to make women compete with women, biological women to compete with biological women. I thought we had something in place called men's and women's sports, but apparently we got to redefine everything to the mi- most minute detail. I mean, why does a – why do we have to – explain that you need an X and Y chromosome to compete with people with X and Y chromosomes and an XX chromosome to compete with people that have XX chromosomes. Okay, a man should not be able to go to a woman's sport. It's just, it's plain and simple. It doesn't matter what the sport is. Men are just genetically more physically, um, what's the word? I'm not trying to be PC here. I just don't know, I don't know the word. Um, Physically dominant. They're just more physically dominant. They can run faster, they can jump higher, they can swim faster, all these things. Like, get over it, okay? That's, I mean, that's just how it is. And and that's not something that should be taken advantage of, but we're taking advantage of it. I mean, you want to talk about, like, it's the same people that, you know, talk about the gender wage gap and rights for women and, and, and all this stuff. And then they allow men to come in and take women's opportunities? I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, freaking Caitlyn Jenner, Bruce Jenner was woman of the year. She wasn't even woman for the whole year, but she was woman of the year in like 2016 or something. Like, I mean, it's just, don't say this. Don't say, don't think about what you're saying. Think about your conflicting ideologies here is, oh, I I want, you know, equal opportunity for women. Okay. Well, I also want uh, this trans man, this man who's transitioning into a woman, which isn't a thing. That's an oxymoron. He's just mutilating himself or taking hormones to come over with all of his genetics that are clearly going to win, that are clearly paths to victory if he's competing with women, and I want him to come over here and take the women's opportunity. Does that make any sense to anybody? Is anybody else lost? I'm, Hello? I'm lost. I have no idea where we're at. I don't know what world we're living in. I don't know what reality is anymore because apparently I'm the one that's wrong. But anyway, love these people, care for them. I can complain and gripe all I want. I'm hopefully my goal is not to get people. I know I'm a little fired up. I get it. My goal is not to get people angry and mad and, and, uh, harming people. And if I did that, I'm sorry. Uh, but my goal is to inform people and to give people an ability to understand that, you know, maybe they haven't thought about things in this, in a certain way or a certain light. And maybe they're not thinking about them clearly, or maybe they don't think they can talk about it. Well, I'll take the heat and, and I'll encourage you that other people are thinking about these things. Other people do care. Um, you're not alone. And the truth is still the truth, no matter who likes it or who doesn't. And, and I think we need to remember that as a culture, as a society, 
um, especially as Christians, man. The Christianity should stop trying to pander to the mob, to pander to culture, to pander to the, the way things are going. Christians should, I mean, we're called to be something different. We're called to be the light of the world, the city on the hill. And, I mean, Jesus was crucified. Think about this for a second. Jesus was crucified and murdered for how controversial he was, for how much he went against the culture. What do you think he's going to say when you say, well, I was trying to relate to everybody and I was trying to make everybody feel good and I was trying you know, not to go against uh, other people. No, that's not what he did and that's not what we're called to do. I get, yes, we're supposed to love people and care for people, but that's not it with, with the guise of compromising our, or with the caveat of compromising our faith or compromising our, um, our morals. I mean, that's not how we're supposed to conduct ourselves. You know? So, all right, I got a fan question here, and I'm not going to be able to answer it completely adequately, but um, the question was, and this is the last thing I'm going to touch on, is is America founded on Christian principles? Absolutely. And if you don't believe me, I don't even have a dollar. Uh, look at a dollar bill. In God we trust. Plain and simple. Uh, America was founded on Christian principles. I think 56 people signed the Declaration of Independence, all 56 of them. If I'm not, if I'm mistaken, then it was maybe 54, but I believe all 56 of them were either, or were all outspoken Christians. I mean, outspoken, and there's a, there's actually a podcast you can look at. Um, Charlie Kirk did an amazing podcast, and he did an interview with a guy, oh, I can't remember his name, but if you go to the Charlie Kirk show, it'll, I think the title is, is America a Christian Nation, um, but I mean, even, you know, the, you know, the fact, you know, in God we trust, um, you know, we are endowed by our Creator with certain inalienable rights. Uh, um, the Pledge of Allegiance, um, one nation under God. You know, it, all these things are just evidence to the fact that we live in a Christian nation, and and that, that that's what was intended. That not, I mean, but intended in a way that you didn't have to be Christian to live in it. So. I've had, you know, I had an Uber ride driver or ride rider when I was driving and he was like, oh, where do you get this? Like, you don't have any information. Like, you're stupid. Like, Christianity. First of all, if America's so racist and so disgusting and, and it was founded by a bunch of idiots and, and it's a terrible place, we need to shut it down. And you also hate Christianity. Wouldn't the thing to do be blame Christianity for this huge mess? But for some reason, again, this is this hypocrisy. We're not putting the two and two together. And it's just funny to me. Like, first of all, you can't rewrite history like that. It was founded on Christian principles. You can go do your research on that. I mean, clearly the way our laws and the way our government is set up is, uh, or at least it was, very biblically based. The founders were all very Bible-believing, professing Christians. I, I, probably 90% of the presidents have been Bible-believing Christians. Um, I mean, most of them have been. So, uh, and, and yeah, like if, if Christianity's so bad and, or if our country's so bad and we hate it so much, why wouldn't you attribute Christianity to that problem? If you hate Christianity, if you hate God, like just say, oh yeah, it, we were found on Christian principles and that's why it sucks and that's why it's racist. And that's why we need to change it. But again, not putting the two and two together. Uh, it just, it's, it's comical to me. 
Um, but I love this stuff. I love, I don't want to say I love arguing with people, but I actually do. Um, I, I kind of hate that part about myself because I really have to like ask God for help when, uh, when I'm in one of these conversations. Cause my first instinct is not, Oh yeah, man. Like, you know, you're, I love you and, and I care about you. And, um, that's not my first instinct. My first instinct is you're a moron. We're going to fight. Like, that's what I think. Like, that's how I, I, that's me. That's my flesh. And I really have to rely on God. And, and, you know, I've had some very groundbreaking conversations and, and opportunities to speak with people that did not believe me. I'll just give you an example. Uh, I'll give you an example, and then I'm going to go. But when I was driving for Uber, I picked up, uh, and this was, so this was in Portland when the Trump parade was going through. So the, the trucks, you know, with social distance, uh, um, were, were going through with the Trump flags and everything, and people were outraged. They were pissed. Like, they were like, oh, my gosh. But for some reason, the riots and the looting doesn't bother them that much uh, because they voted for Joe Biden, uh, which, honestly, 95% of them probably didn't even vote. But regardless, so during that, I picked up two liberal lesbians. You'd think, okay, conservative Christian, Definitely not affirming of their lifestyle. This is going to be a bad... And the Trump parade's going on. Like, this is going to be a bad deal. And it was amazing conversation. First of all, they hated Donald Trump. They did not like him. And I love Donald Trump. I think he's one of the best presidents we've ever had. And, but that conversation... And I, I promise you, I withheld zero truth from them. I withheld zero uh, of my opinions. They asked me questions. I answered their questions very point blank. But... I cared for them. I loved them. I, I, I gave them a platform to speak their opinion, and they gave me a platform to speak mine. And, and I, like I said, I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't agree with you. I don't um, affirm those beliefs, and I strongly believe against what you think. But this is how I feel. This is what I feel about my candidate. This is what I feel about my vote. This is what I feel about my faith. And, and they even asked me, what do I think about this parade? And I told them. I told them straight up how I felt about the Democratic Party. And that conversation, you would think on the surface by the conflicting ideologies and worldviews that that would be a terrible conversation. That conversation ended so well, both women handed me $10 bills and said, thank you so much for being who you are. And and that is 100% only attributed to to Jesus, to Christ in me. And just, you know, obviously there's some willingness there to listen and to, to obey and not, you know, and to turn down my flesh. But I think that's the power we have as Christians is we can relate and, and we have an ability to speak with people. And I think that's something that's missing. Um, and, and I just I think that story may be able to encourage somebody out there, hopefully, uh, that it, not all hope is lost and that people will listen to you. And, and that when you walk with conviction, you walk with the spirit. Um, you know, it's, it's hard not to listen because we hold something different. So, but when you walk, you know, with culture, when you walk in line with what the world is doing, it's very easy to be ignored. So, that's all I got for you guys this week. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. Remember, subscribe to the YouTube channel, Christian Robertson. Go follow me on Instagram, at Barbell Robertson. Follow my girlfriend, Michelle Roche Melgosa. Uh, and subscribe to this podcast and share it. But I love you guys. I will see you guys next week. God bless you and peace.